0: Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Your lead in The Herald today, Wednesday, the 2nd of February 2022. Couples' agony over son's hit-and-run death. Boy, aged nine, succumbs to injuries in hospital after being left for dead at the side of the N2. Also on the front page of The Herald today, struggling Bay Stadium remains in the red. The Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium is yet to make enough profit to sustain itself almost 13 years after the first match was played at the landmark venue. For more on these and other stories, go to heraldlive.co.za.
1: Each one of us has a story to tell and a story to share. A story that deserves to be heard.
0: A story that inspires, motivates and gives people a reason to keep going. A story about our triumphs as individuals and as a team. A story about our humble beginnings and what the future holds for us. A story about our heritage and that which brings us together. It is these stories that connect us. The Herald. Whatever you live for, We live to tell that story for you. Talking COVID-19 on Behind the Herald Headlines today, earlier on this week, President Cyril Ramaphosa announcing a relaxation of the rules and regulations regarding lockdown for COVID-19. Amongst the change regulations are those who test positive with no symptoms do not have to isolate, If you test positive with symptoms, the isolation period has been reduced from 10 to 7 days. Also, contacts do not have to isolate unless they develop symptoms. And primary, secondary and special schools will return to daily attendance. Final change, the regulatory provision for social distancing of one metre for pupils in schools has also been removed. Joining us to discuss the changes in the rules and regulations today, Dr Siva Pillay. He's on the Advisory Council for the Provincial Premier in the Eastern Cape. Welcome, doctor. Your thoughts
1: on these changes to the lockdown legislation? Good morning to you and good morning to the listeners. Firstly, we would say that uh, these changes are long overdue and we welcome it. I think on the side of the government, you always want to be cautious when you're taking decisions. But I think that these decisions were overdue and... uh, We really welcome it and we welcome going back to as close as normal as possible. Are
0: these changes pretty much what you at provincial level advised the Eastern Cape Premier to go along with?
1: Yes, I think this advice came not only from us in the province, it came from the National Advisory Council also. And it came from the International Advisory Council. You remember once we made the announcement prematurely a little bit, where we said we going to scrap the isolation periods and the the periods for which you would uh, quarantine uh, and isolate Uh, and we were commended for this from the whole world because you need a new method to manage this and uh, unfortunately it was just short-lived for about two or three days and then after that we, we we went back to it but I think sanity has prevailed now and I think uh, we have sufficient data to know that what we are doing is now perfectly safe. Uh, to an extent, you know, all those countries that said uh, that gave us a travel ban and all should probably pay us some royalty now because Omicron is actually a blessing rather than uh, a, a pandemic for us because the Omicron virus is not as uh, pathogenic does not cause so much problems, does not cause respiratory problems, does not cause as much hospitalization as the other uh, variants. And so if you do get infected with it, you're getting a natural immunity which will boost your vaccine immunity. And all those who are anti-vaxxers or all those who have not vaccinated will now get an opportunity to be vaccinated naturally. Uh, and in a, in a much more cost-effective manner.
0: According to the president, doctor, 60 to 80% of the country are either vaccinated or immune. Does that tie in pretty much with the data you have?
1: Yes. You, you, you see, the question that when we ask this question and we say that we must be very careful what we say, because when we say that the country is immune, then all the anti-vaxxers and the people who do not want to vaccinate are going to then ask us, why do you want us to vaccinate? Data has shown clearly from Cape Town and other places that those that are flooding the hospitals with infection and with complications are those who are not vaccinated. So it is 100% proof that if you are vaccinated, your complication rate is much lower and that the chances of you to get severe COVID has diminished greatly. So therefore, for that reason, you should. And everybody should vaccinate. Now, the problem comes about the government, and we must commend the South African government, they really went all out to go and vaccinate compared to other countries. And, you know, it is, the vaccines are so easily available, even in the rural areas and everywhere. And we have extended the vaccine now to all ages almost that need to be vaccinated. So uh, now for those that are not vaccinated or have not got vaccinated, we are hoping that they will get the Omicron, get an asymptomatic infection, and also get immunity. What has not been tested is that there are a lot of people, if you go and test them, they have got antibody levels, although they have not been vaccinated, or they didn't have a recorded infection, which means that they had asymptomatic infections, which they even did not know about. And so, therefore, with, the, with this particular strain of Omicron and the fourth wave, we are quite safe to say that we can open up things and we can rely on the natural immunity of people and the vaccination that has taken place. There is one small risk in this that those who are not vaccinated may still get a slightly more severe illness than those who are vaccinated. But that is the risk that they have opted to take.
0: Doctor, the announcement made by President Ramaphosa does not mention face masks. So we still seem to be wearing those. Do you see that becoming a thing of the past in the near future?
1: Well, face masks are still there because for one simple reason is that you must not forget that we still have within the community a whole lot of immunocompromised patients. We must know that in South Africa or in Southern, Southern Africa, South Southern Africa, We have the highest HIV rate. So we've got a lot of people that are immunocompromised and others, and we need to protect them to a certain extent. And so uh, face mask till till now has been proved to decrease infection. The face mask doesn't protect you. It protects others because it's what you exhale into the atmosphere decreases. Uh, We want to minimize whatever you want to exhale into the atmosphere. So the face masks then help you, uh, not so much to protect you, but it protects those who are around you. So that's why we should, in consideration of others, wear face masks. Let me just add to that. When sufficient data comes in, which is still being collated about the Omicron variant, that it is really not as bad as it, uh, uh, and does not cause that much uh, of, of, of an infection, uh, and that does not does cause that much of an illness higher than that of a the flu, then obviously at that point in time, we may consider the face mask. We're still waiting for data on that.
0: Final question for you, Dr Pillay. Can we regard the fourth wave of coronavirus infection as officially being over?
1: Yes, we can say that because, you know, the, the infection rate and the positivity rate has fallen greatly. But more important than that, also, it's not just the uh, infective. Uh, we're not worried about the fourth wave. This variant is not as harmful. So, for that reason, we can say uh, we are out of danger.
0: We appreciate your time as Dr. Siva Pillay on Behind the Herald headlines with Darren Mann today, looking at the change in regulations surrounding lockdown for COVID 19.
1: That was today's edition of Behind the Herald headlines with Darren Mann.